It's This Week in Bourbon, and we've got over 5,000 followers. And here's your headlines for August 18th, 2023. Elijah Craig is announcing the release of its limited edition toasted barrel finished in European toasted oak barrels. Pernod is launching its latest Mary Dowling Whiskey Company. And Maker's Mark brings out the double-digit age statement with Maker's Mark cellar-aged bourbon. But before we get started, here's a quick word from our partners. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or TheBourbonConcierge.com, and you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits, and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. And they're off for another Get 270-2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at give270.org. Charitable gaming license ORG 0002703. Do you ever pour yourself a bourbon, swirl it around, and then start struggling to come up with tasting notes? And perhaps you're also looking for a good Father's Day gift idea. Well, you can now solve both with a kit from Nose Your Bourbon. And unlike other nosing kits on the market, Nose Your Bourbon kits feature real ingredients for the most authentic aromas. You can smell real Tahitian vanilla bean instead of some synthetic aroma that's just made from chemicals. So head on over to NoseYourBourbon.com and enter code BP10 for 10% off your order. Hey everybody, welcome back this week in bourbon. And I want to say congratulations, Ryan, and also Brian, who's not here, but you did it. You made it past 5,000 followers on Pursuit Spirits Instagram. Woo! Man, I never thought it'd be so hard to build up an Instagram. <laughs> I, I guess... Maybe it was easier back in the day, but it's harder now. It's there's, a lot harder now. There's like, you know, you look at, there's nothing goes to your followers. You're always having to post reels and push out content and do all these, try to f work the algorithm. So I've learned a ton. I feel like we're getting nowhere, but we have added a couple thousand in the past 45 days. I hope people are liking the bourbon terminology. It's just kind of a, a fun way for us to. Oh, y'all, if you're not watching these, you're missing out on some gems. Yeah, these these bourbon terminologies are fun. We're just kind of we're we're so close to the industry and know like and there's all these buzzwords on labels. So me and Brian had this idea like let's just look at label terms and like what people would use as marketing and then just like like literally do the thing they say. <laughs> and it's pretty been pretty funny. So if you haven't I know obviously a lot of people follow us on Bourbon Pursuit and but if you want to know more about Pursuit Spirits and whatnot, please come over and join us at Pursuit Spirits because we want to keep Bourbon Pursuit kind of more focused on the industry as a whole because that's what got us here and we we love the industry. We want to continue to grow that and inform and educate. But if you kind of want to see Pursuit Spirits and see the fun side of bourbon, uh, head over there. But we got to get you in on these reels. Uh, they're a lot of fun. We got one in this week. Where we I did, was, yeah, yeah. Was, where we were surfing. And the, <laughs> yeah, you were surfing. We were sledding. I was, yeah. I, yeah, I was, you were, your, I was your mule. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> mush, mush. It's like Iron Wolf. <laughs> exactly. Taking me through the, the warehouse, but uh, yeah. Oh, no. I mean, like, just to set the stage, it was like, I think the last one to come out is like, what's the term of master distiller? And I think the caption is, hey, Siri, make me a weeded mash bill. <laughs> yeah. <'cause, laughs> Which is funny, because it's all computer now. Well, it's so funny. People get all hung up on 
who who makes it or where'd you make it? Do you make it? All the labels say hand distilled and handcrafted. And I'm like walking in Bardstown and you walk in any major distillery and you just see it looks like a, you know, a NASA, you know, room with <laughs> with just screens and buttons. And and it's just so funny that people think they really go in there and handcraft this crap and know it's a factory. And it, it, so it was just kind of funny to show people that. Nope, it's just a screen, and you just program things, and it takes care of itself, mm -hmm. you know? Now, granted, you do have to know how to program those and, and whatnot, but there, there, there's no, like, handcrafting. Not 71% corn. We want 72% corn. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Our unique mash bill is one and a half points different from the person. Next person next door. <laughs> and that's what makes us better. It does. Well, let's talk about, actually, there, do you have anything upcoming that you need to talk about? I don't really have much on my end. I kind of uh. got some travel out of the way, but I will be heading to Houston next month, but I don't know if I have anything set up for hanging out with folks yet. Yeah, I'll be in Denver on September 1st, which is a Friday. I'll be doing an event that night, 5280. I'm trying to work with some stores maybe do a pop in do a bottle signing or something on friday or saturday but i'll be in the denver area um obviously 5280 is a private but it's a big private club so if you're a member i think the email just went out but if you haven't got it look for your email i'll be there friday september 1st uh, they'll have all the details thanks to to nate um with 5280 he's also part of hidden barn which they're doing great things too so check out hidden barn what they're doing and whatnot but grateful for the opportunity to present our story to the great folks of Denver. I love Colorado and love going out there. It's a, a happy place for me. There's something about those mountains. Yeah, I was just, about to say, uh, I was like, that mountain air has got to do something to those you. Those mountains are spiritual. But yeah, you were, how was Ohio? You were on the road. I, I was and about I followed to say, up with Ohio right after you. So. Yeah, I was about to say, I had a really good time. So another shout out to Central Ohio Whiskey Society. They welcomed me with open arms. Uh, they had, I think there was like 80, 85 people at the presentation. So love being able to see a packed house. And I don't know, for some reason, you put a microphone in front of me, I do a lot better than the little intimate setting with 10 or 12 people. But I, I don't know, just like the inflection, drop a few F-bombs or something like that. People seem to laugh and it's it, it, it works. Yeah. Well, that's what you, well, you used to do a ton for your work. Go travel and like just do public speaking. I. I'm okay at it. I'm not great. I, I usually have one or two bad jokes. You're getting better. I'm getting better. You're getting there. I'm getting there. Failing forward. And then so just some other things as well. It'll be the last time we talk about this. So August 26th, Denver, Chicago, and Columbus, Ohio. We're going to be at three different whiskey festivals that same exact day. So D Denver Summer Whiskey Tasting Festival, Chicago Summer Whiskey Tasting Festival, and the Great Bourbon Affair in Columbus, Ohio. So if you're there, please go check it out. Go say to our ambassadors. And also want to put another call for ambassadors. We haven't done this in a while, but or it's, I've, I've noticed it. And maybe people will realize Texas is a really big state. <laughs> yeah, it's really big. And Columbus, I mean, not Columbus, Ohio. Ohio's really But Texas big is way bigger than Ohio. But yeah, so if you are in Dallas or the Houston market and you're like, hey, I've had Pursuit United. I think it's great. I want to go rep it. I want to be those people in the stores. I want to be part of building a brand by bourbon people. Come. If you want to make more money than we do in this business. <laughs> it's true. You can be a brand ambassador where you actually get paid, unlike Kenny and I. Yes, we have yet to see a dime from this. But we are shelling out dimes to people that do help us out. Yes. We don't expect it free. You'll get paid and you get to keep the whiskey. So it's a win-win. I think it is. I'm happy. And you get to meet fellow whiskey drinkers and, and it's, it's a lot of fun. And sometimes people watch because sometimes liquor stores <laughs> are, are there's some characters going in and out of those yeah but i've even seen people that are in the uh, ambassador community now that are in certain areas they they found built new relationships and all that sort of stuff around it so they're getting together they're sharing bottles and doing things so you get to meet more like-minded folks within the pursuit community yeah it's a good time sign up yep so send me an email kenny at pursuitspirits.com Looking forward to talking with you, but let's go ahead. We'll get on with a little bit of the regular news because it's, we are creeping up. And by the way, uh, the Super Bowl of bourbon festivals is coming up soon, which is Kentucky Bourbon Festival. And I saw last night they sold out. No more oh, tickets. Wow. It's like 7,000 or something. Something like that. Yeah. Out of tickets now. Yeah. The bourbon festival is, I was really impressed with it last year. We had a great time. Uh, I mean, for the value, you can't beat it. I mean, the tickets are what, 150? Yeah, something like that. And you get three, Four, three, days. three days of like, I mean, if you're coming, please pace yourself. We had people like, you know, I saw some stumbles <laughs> taking some naps in front of our, our <laughs> Connect Four board. But uh, uh, it's a great time. You get to see all the brands, you get to see all the faces behind the brands, like, you know, 
Jim Beam will have free. No, everybody will have anyone and everyone there. It's a, it's a great experience. I, I can't. Well, obviously, you can't go buy tickets that sold out. But but if you're <laughs> if, if you're, you do have one, if come you do say have hi. one, come say hi to us, and uh, we'd love to see you. It's a great time, and uh, I, I really enjoyed it last year. Yeah. They've done Randy and the team there, and uh, Stacy now has joined them. They've done such a, a wonderful job for that. Yeah, they got it together. There's a lot of good stuff going on there, and then plus, we've also been invited to be on the Bourbon Thirty stage at some point during the weekend with Steve Coombs. So you'll get to oh, hear us yeah. talk even more. Hopefully, he brings country ham. Mm. Some. Got me hungry already. Yep. All right. So this first one, uh, we'll get a little little down in the weeds here, but Ukraine's National Corruption Prevention Agency, they included Bacardi Limited, which is considered the world's largest private alcohol company, in the list of, quote, official sponsors of war. Despite the ongoing war between Russia and Ukraine, the Bermudian Corporation continues to conduct business and operations in Russia, according to the Kiev, uh, uh, sorry, Kiev, Kiev. Kiev, thank you, Kiev. independent report. According to war and sanctions, apart from Bacardi, there are reportedly 32 other global entities. After Russia's complete invasion, Bacardi Limited initially declared its intention to halt exports to Russia and seize investment in advertising for the Russian markets. This commitment, however, was later retracted from the original statement. As outlined in their report, notably, the company sustained the supply, sorry, the supply of merchandise worth millions of dollars to Russia and actively recruited new staff. Following February 24th, 2022, and that was a lot of 20s in there, uh, numerous prominent global brand owners withdrew from the Russian alcohol markets. This exodus led to decreased competition and presented opportunities for those that remained. And according to the anti-corruption agency, Bacardi's Russian branch, known as Bacardi Rus, capitalized on the circumstance, having imported goods worth around $169 million within the initial year of the extensive conflict. Statistics provided by Russia's Federal Tax Service revealed that Bacardi Russia's revenue escalated by 8.5%, amounting to 32.6 billion rubles, which is around $33 million. Concurrently, net profit surged to $4.7 billion, indicating a substantial 206% surge compared to 2021. This also noted that in the previous year, Bacardi Limited contributed over $12 million to income tax to Russia's national budget. Now, you might be thinking, Kenny, why do you care? about what Bacardi does in Ukraine and Russia. Well, we live in a global market. And I look at this and I go, well, what bourbon brand's owned by Bacardi? Angel's Envy. Oh, so, right. does this make you think any different of Angel's Envy? Mm, I mean, not really. I don't know. Is it, is it? That's the thing. Is it so far removed that people just like, you just don't see it? Or it's like... I doubt any Angel's Envy. Is Angel's Envy going to Russia? No, I well, actually, I have no idea. I mean, you would, I actually have no idea. But it's the parent company. Right. right? It's, a, it's a guilty by association sort of thing. Or maybe I'm just trying to figure out a way to like connect the dots and be like, ah, oh, smudge on you, Angel's Envy. <laughs> when they probably really don't have anything to do with it at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't, it, it's way over my head. And like, these whole like boycotts and then, embargoes and all this stuff is like way over my head and I, I don't understand I don't understand all the dynamic it, for me personally I, I, I'm i not saying it's right or wrong I haven't thought about it but and now that you bring it up it doesn't really like make me I, I don't know you don't sit easy with it I, I'd have to sit on this one ask me next week okay <laughs> like I said well, you'd, be, you'd be interested to hear from people does this rub you the wrong way about yeah and, and if I had to guess most people probably don't care but I would think from a, like, we got to save face sort of thing. I thought Angel's Envy would say something like, we're not sponsors of war. Like, right. Like, but they didn't say anything. So it's kind of like, how long can you sweep underneath the rug until somebody notices or pays attention? Yeah. Well, at least bring it to light and people can decide for themselves what they think about it. Yeah. Which I, we, we know people with Angel's Envy. They're not like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, not, they're, they're not sporting Russian flags everywhere. No, no. Right? They're great people. <laughs> so it's just interesting to kind of see like how the dots all connect. Yeah. That's all. That's true. Well, now we know. All right. Now we can ask them. Right. Yeah. How many cases of Angel's Envy are in Russia? Yeah. And be like, ah, oh, so you are part of the problem. Yeah. And they'll say no, none. And we'll be like, okay, you're one of the good guys. That's right. So Woodson Bourbon Whiskey, the award-winning spirit brand created by Raiders alumnus and pro football Hall of Famer Charles Woodson, has announced a historic partnership with Las Vegas Raiders and Allegiant Stadium. Woodson Bourbon Whiskey will become the official bourbon of the Raiders, making the first time that a pro football player's company has been the official spirit of an NFL franchise. The agreement grants Woodson Bourbon Whiskey visibility within the stadium, including a branded stadium bar located inside the Shift 4 Club, two specialty cocktails created by Allegiant Stadium's modern mixologist Tony Abu Ghanim, 
and will also feature at the Raiders home stadium, including a Woodson signature cocktail featuring bourbon, bitters, and ginger. Hmm. Uh, that's his startup has a lot of money and is able to go <laughs> yeah, to yeah. Allegiant. That's pretty awesome, though, to have a be the signature drink. I know, I know, Heaven Hill and did that with the University of Louisville, and it like worked out great for them when they became like the official sponsor of like UofL Athletics. I don't know if they still are, uh, but they had the like Burnett's Lounge and Evan Williams Bar at the uh, Yum Center and then at the Cardinal Stadium. But I'm pretty sure they still have that. They're not. But it's a that great go. way to get the brand out and get people trying it, especially with cocktails. You know, it's like seeing how they can use it. And Charles has such a good reputation with the Raiders and the NFL in general. So I think that it's a good move. Yeah. But the other thing about when you do these, you know, you get something at a particular stadium. It's usually within a contract that says you can't serve anybody else's stuff or it's like yeah. super, super limited. So I I wouldn't say you come out ahead, but you're probably still shelling out a lot of money. Yeah. And you're not you're not making money, but you're not losing a ton probably either. But yeah, it's, it's it's about it's all marketing at the end of the day. Yeah, I'd be curious, like with Brown Foreman, how much they pay to be like the official sponsor of oh, Derby, Derby and like Churchill, but how much revenue do they make off that versus what they spend? Like if it's like a break even or if it's like makes I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to tell exactly what equates to scans at the counter. That's true. But it is nice that the at the Derby in Oaks now they it's all this all inclusive thing. So you get like whatever you can drink and it's like all brown formant products. So that was a good move by them because like you're now like forced to like get all brown formant products. Yeah, it's it's like going to a Mexican resort but at the at the horse track. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can drink. Let's go. In a roundabout way. Yeah. All right. So Nelson's Greenbrier, they're announcing the successful completion of its long-awaited renovation at the Marathon Village Whiskey Distillery. This transformative project has redefined the historic brand's distillery experience, creating a captivating space that offers educational and interactive tours, a refined restaurant with gourmet distillery-inspired cuisine, a full service bar, and exclusive event spaces. Uh, in addition, including uh, your blah, 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 they will also release a Nelson's Greenbrier Cast Strength Tennessee Whiskey. This is limited one-time release of the original recipe bottled at 121.4 proof for $50. Yeah, and did we talk about Charlie leaving there? We didn't. That was actually pretty recent that we saw on Instagram. So yeah, I remembers that old podcast we had with him. He was a good guy. Uh, yeah, Two great people, Charlie and Andy. But Andy's still staying, right? Or I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, maybe the whole family's out. I have no idea. Yeah, that's a shame. That's a cool place down there. They had a great facility. The whiskey's good. Great people. Uh, it's just one of those things. Like, it's interesting to see how the brand will live. It probably will do fine. It will do fine. It's yeah. not like his name on it. It's Nelson's Greenbrier. I'm just learning. They're, you know, the, it, people. The general populace doesn't give a shit who's like behind the brand or what's in the bottle. They just like <laughs> it's marketing. It's all marketing, it's all marketing and whatnot. So, anyways, it's sad but true. <laughs> you were just coming to have a, a, a really come with Jesus moment right now, and just having a hard time to accept it. Yeah, but that's okay. That's marketers are good. They're fun. Well, we just we'll get better at marketing. That's, that's all it right. comes down to more reels. More reels. <laughs> Less about us, more whatever. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Something will land. Something will hit. Maybe maybe something like a, a wild wing sauce. Yeah. I can do it. Spicy season. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's our next subject here. Our last one here is that Buffalo Wild Wings introducing two new limited edition sauces. And uh, they have the return of hot barbecue, which I guess people were really clamoring about it, but whatever. But the one we care about is there's a new bullet bourbon barbecue sauce. And this will be available nationwide later this month. And this will allow fans to not only drink their bourbon, but eat it too. Guests can now enjoy the sweet, smoky tangs of bullet bourbon, not just in their rocks glass, but also right on their wings, sandwiches, or wraps. These two sauces are the perfect addition for football season to continue elevating the flavors across B-Dub's already expansive lineup of 26 iconic sauces and seasonings. I haven't been to B-Dub's in a long time. I used to go all the time, but they have the best draft beer. Like, I don't know what they do there. <laughs> they do I mean, it. it's... That, that Coors Light, man. Uh, well, Miller for me. Miller but, for you. But, uh, I mean, it's like... It's just amped up some. It's elevated draft beer, but I used to love the wings. I'm a mango habanero and uh, the I'm dry a, rub. Asian the, zing for me. Yeah, Asian zing's always solid too. Uh, Caribbean jerk. Yeah, pretty solid. Yeah, there's actually I did the blazing wing challenge once. Did you? Oh yeah, and I and? my picture's on the wall in Middletown. I don't. They probably is it really? Out. Like 
this was like a long time ago, but I did it in under two minutes. You probably had to. And then it took two hours for it to go away <laughs> and maybe the next day. But uh, anyways, uh, Diageo is so brilliant at the on-premise. And this is like, just makes total sense. You know, they that's how they grew Bullet was with bartenders and on-premise. And this just even elevates that the Bullet line even more with, with the consumers, you know, that are in football season coming up. It's a lot of mind share. You see that Bullet on the the wings and that make you think next time I go to the store, I'm going to order, I'm going to grab a bottle of bullet myself. And uh, I forget, I was talking to somebody and they said, you know what bourbon I drink all the time. That's consistently good. Oh, that was, uh, she's, it's the conservatory person, the, the conservation. Oh yes, 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 yes. Uh, to be released episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about oak trees and they were like on our hikes, we do blind tasting. And she said, bullet always wins our (laughs) blind which it is solid. It's solid. It's, yeah. You can't go wrong, especially some of the picks. Ten recipes. So you, you have your own picture on the wall at B-Dubs. I actually did a B-Dubs eating challenge at one point in my life, too. Did I tell you about this? No. Oh, okay. So I was a different one than the blazing. Yeah, it's wing? not as it is unofficial is what it is. So I had a buddy and we got into an argument just about chicken wings. And I said, like, I really preferred Hooters wings over B-Dubs wings because they're they're bigger. They're more substantial. And I said, I could probably eat 60 B-dubs wings. And he goes, all right, bet. <laughs> and so we went, remember when B-dubs used to have like, I don't know, like Tuesday, like 39 yeah, cent yeah. wings or something like that. It was 50 cent wing or something. It was, it, I think it started like quarter then yeah, got the 50 yeah. cent. And then inflation, I don't think they do it anymore. But yeah, we go and I killed, I, I ordered 30 wings, the first, thir- first 30 that came out, probably ate them in six and a half minutes. And then I was like, all right, way to get the next 30. I did. I, that was the critical mistake. I should have ordered all 60 at first. Cause you let that 15, 20 oh, minutes yeah. go Settles by. In. Oh yeah. And then all of a sudden you're struggling. I got to like low fifties and I just couldn't do it anymore. Oh, and you got it miserable <laughs> and you got to change it up. Like you got to have like very little sauce, some different sauce, uh, naked, because if you just eat the same flavor over and over again, it just like becomes sickening. Uh. And yeah, I'm vomiting right you should, now. By the way, anybody that hears that story, you, you sit next to my wife, uh, you should ask her about that night. She loves telling the story about how I laid in bed and moaned for like five <laughs> hours. It's probably didn't feel sorry for you. <laughs> Dumbass Kenny. <laughs> I thought you could eat six. I had a stupid challenge like that too. Like, I don't know. We we're looking at a bag of tater tots. On. I was like, I bet I can eat that whole bag. <laughs> and uh it did not go well. I was like <laughs> quarter way there. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, nothing on the line but your pride, huh? Us boys, we're idiots. <laughs> I know, I know. All right, enough about our failed eating challenges. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back with some bourbon release news. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify's point of sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's point-of-sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com bourbon, all lowercase. And go to shopify.com bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today, shopify.com slash bourbon. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon, the farmers who grow the grain, the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S.com, And use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. 
Hey everybody, it's time for some bourbon release news, and it is definitely getting into release season, so no warm-up, let's get into it. Elijah Craig is announcing the release of its limited edition toasted barrel finish in European toasted oak barrels to commemorate the 2023 Ryder Cup. Earlier this year, Elijah Craig announced a multi-year partnership with Makes the Bourbon brand the official bourbon and a worldwide supplier of the biennial, biennial competition. The limited edition starts with fully matured Elijah Craig small batch bourbon, and it finishes in new European oak barrels that have been toasted with a profile inspired by those in the Lazio wine growing region. Lazio wines are grown in and around Rome, Italy, where the 2023 Ryder Cup is being held at Marco Simone Golf and Country Club September 29th through October 1st. Each bottle will be adorned with a neck label featuring the Ryder Cup trophy, a gold coin and blazoned cork featuring the Ryder Cup logo, and a face label prominently featuring the official bourbon designation of the Ryder Cup. The bottles will come packaged in a gift box, which further details the story of this one-time offering, and this will become available nationally in August on an allocated basis of an SRP with $100. Well, so they're on Team Europe then, huh? Picking the European oak. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> it's true. Or I guess they're American product, and so they're trying to yeah, be they're, 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 they're trying fun. to be Switzerland. They, they are definitely Swiss cheese. Yeah, so no, I think I'm excited to try this. I've seen some of these floating around uh I think it's a brilliant idea. I love the Ryder Cup. I, one of the highlights of I don't I shouldn't say my life. It was it was just a highlight moment is getting I have a degree in turf management, but getting to work on the course that hosted a Ryder Cup and then seeing America win uh at Valhalla here. Oh, here little, it was like I was the, there that year. It was the coolest experience ever cuz like golf's normally like, you know, like very quiet golf, but it was like cheers and then like I can't remember the guy. He he was took his driver out and like rode it like a pony off the tee. <laughs> Gosh, if somebody I remember that, it was it was like one of the cooler golf experiences. Believe that were you thinking of Happy Gilmore? No, it wasn't Happy Gilmore. But uh, anyways, uh, Ryder Cup's cool. That would be awesome. I was just in Rome. That would be killer to be over there during this. That, that, that would be a ton of fun. Yeah. But I think this too says uh, shows where you know Heaven Hills looking to start making. Um, some moves across the pond and start, you know, really pushing uh, that international the, the, boundary, the international market. So, yeah, I, I I like how they want a European toasted oak, and right? Not just French oak, <laughs> yeah. And so that makes me thinking that we're needed to go. We're like going to be what Western Hemisphere oak is the <laughs> next thing. We're Asian North, West, North American oak. <laughs> yes, not even that. Uh, just Americas. Like, yeah, or not even. That's just let's just go. Well, no, let's let's just that, go continents. That now. includes Amberana. We don't want, we don't <laughs> want that crap. <laughs> it, it it's a catch all. At that <laughs> That's point. right. So Graham McTavish has launched a new company called McTavish Spirits. Uh, Scotsman's Dream of America. The War Chief uh, is the new release. It's called a. It's a special seven year old bottled and bond. The first limited release in the McTavish Spirits portfolio. The War Chief was meticulously hand selected by Graham to exude excellence in bourbon craftsmanship and taste. Picked to uniquely highlight the American tradition of bourbon history, it was picked to honor our past and history while also paying homage to Scottish immigrants that came before that laid the foundation of American whiskey making culture. The War Chief, again, seven year bottled and bond, 100 proof, selected from MGP 75214 with an SRP of $75 and only available on McTavishSpirits.com. Okay. It's a lot of a lot of fluff in there. <laughs> okay, by the way, I didn't know who Graham this is I I don't pay attention to pop culture. I don't know if people are actors or anything like that. So I actually yeah. had to Google who Graham McTavish I've was. Never heard of him. He's he's an actor. Uh he's got some roles and some stuff. I guess Ross and Swib's got a celebrity department over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I looked at this and it was like, oh, it, you know, a Scotsman's Dream of America, and like how to bring Scottish yeah, immigrants. It's kind and of it's a like, eh, we got some, we got some Indiana whiskey for you. That's I mean that's pretty common. Yeah, like, it's. I this, mean, it's remember like, what we say at the very beginning? Nobody cares. They don't. Nobody no, cares. It's just what, if you like Graham McTavish, go buy his bourbon. That's right. I'm sure it's good. I mean, that's a pretty solid recipe. Can't go wrong. Here we go. Next one. The Mary Dowling Whiskey Company is now launching, and it's co-founded by Kavi Zamania and also in partnership with Pernod. It's an inspirational new Kentucky brand. Uh, today announced the debut of its premier whiskey lineup, featuring two distinctive expressions. Inspired by one of the greatest American stories never told, the boldly original bourbons, one finished in tequila barrels, another finished in second oak barrels. Mary Dowling was the most successful and influential female distiller in the male-dominated world of pre-prohibition bourbon. Her legacy, which led directly to the bourbon's designation as America's native spirit, earned her the moniker of the mother of bourbon. 
her mm-hmm. whirlwind, an awe-inspiring story filled with various life-altering moments, including the death of her husband, a distillery fire, and the founding of a bank, furious legal battles, and shifting production to war as Mexico during Prohibition had been unknown by many and lost for decades until now. Today, the Mary Dowling Whiskey Company is on a mission to share her untold story with the world through two whiskeys that pay homage to her boldness and legacy. The Mary Dowling Whiskey Company lineup includes two remarkable whiskeys that commemorate the 100th anniversary of Mary's ultimate triumph over the dry laws and her instrumental role in keeping the Kentucky whiskey industry alive. Both are true testaments to Mary's extraordinary journey. So the Tequila Barrel is a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey finished in tequila barrels to honor her distillery in Juarez. And the Double Oak Barrel is a Kentucky straight bourbon presented at Double Oak Cash Drink. So the Tequila Barrel is 93 proof, retails for $75, and the Double Oak is 107 proof and retails for 130 hmm. I did see the packaging. I love the packaging, and I didn't get into the story, but I've seen some things on Instagram and whatnot about this. Uh, we actually got invited to a launch, but we didn't go to it. Oh, sorry. It was, we got, it's just too much. There's too much we can invite you to. I know. There's, sorry. There's a bourbon thing every, like, other day. We, we wish we could make them all, but... We're there our, in spirit. Our wives would hate us. Uh, yeah, pretty much. They're like, another bourbon event? <laughs> like, I know. I, you just, you just, I just, that sounds like your wife. No, that doesn't sound like Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. She's like, honey, you need to spend time with the kids. Oh, uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Enough trying to make other people happy. Exactly. Yeah, but really no, cool. Congratulations, Cave and Rabbit Hole Pernod team. This is really cool. I, I have been kind of, I'm not huge, like, tequila, I still just can't wrap my head around it, but I've been experimenting myself with finishing and tequila and stuff, and I think it's... We might have something. I think they're, the flavors are really good. It's just people, I think it's just that mindset, like, bourbon and tequila together. Yeah, it probably doesn't sound like it matches at all. Yeah, because, like, I know Sagamore released one, and I tried it, and I oh, thought yeah, it was really good. Of, I thought it was one of their best finishes ever, but they told me it, like... They Locked. sold through it. They sold through it, but it took forever, you know, because people just have that mindset. So it's like you got to come out with something good and break down those barriers. Yep. Well, ready to start breaking more barriers? Let's do it. Because <laughs> Whistle Pig is trying to break barriers now because it's bottled its annual limited edition farm to bottle whiskey series called Farmstock Beyond, sorry, Beyond Bonded. Described as the brand's most ambitious whiskey experiment, the expressions in the Whistle Pig Farmstock Beyond Bonded series have been bottled and bond have been harvested and distilled at the Whistlepig Farm and Distillery in Shoreham, Vermont, in one season. And this year's Farm Stock Beyond Bond, <laughs> this is too much, uh, includes a straight wheat whiskey, a straight rye whiskey, and a straight bourbon whiskey. All have been distilled and proofed with their own, with their farm's own well water and aged in their own sustainably harvest Vermont oak. Whistlepig said the range is at their rarest release with just 23 barrels produced, each of which has a bottled as a single barrel and are fully traceable at every step from grain to glass journey via QR code located on each bottle. The, produce, the distillery produced 11 barrels of rye, 9 barrels of bourbon, and 3 barrels of wheat whiskey. However, there's, I'm guessing bonded, it's going to be 100 proof, but there was no mention of a price on it as well. Oh, cool. So they're getting into bourbon and, and wheat. So welcome to the fray. Yeah, they, so... Yeah, to be bonded, it'd have to be from that that distillery in a single season. And this, yeah, yeah. you're right. So it's bonded. It doesn't mean it's bo- it doesn't say it's bottled and bond. bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So it's just bonded. It's just bonded. Yeah, you're right. It's all bonded. Ninety percent went out there, unless it's from MGP, I guess. Maybe no. Well, well. it's all bonded at some point because it's <laughs> until you pay the tax. True. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Hundred percent of Walt whiskey's bonded, isn't it? Yeah, at some point. But I always like whistle pick stuff. They're always yeah. We just always we have some they new consistently releases. put out really good products. So I'm sure it's good. Yeah, we got some new single. Never had a dud. No, then, we had. Gosh, remember when we picked those sixteen and seventeen years? Yeah, those uh, smooth curveball and um, can't remember the other one. Yeah. But they were the Canadian rise, which I love. Mm-hmm. The Alberta stuff. It was solid good stuff. Yeah, it was solid. All right. Let's keep going. So Jack Daniels, they're introducing something new. It's called Twice Barreled Special Release Heritage Barrel Rye. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the newest member of their single barrel special release collection. The 2023 limited edition special release features a grain bill of 70% rye, 18% corn, 12% malted barley, charcoal mellow before aging in new handmade American white oak barrels for at least five years. And then it's aged for over two years in uniquely crafted heavy toast heritage barrels from the Jack Daniels Cooperage. Bottled at 100 proof will be available nationwide beginning in August at $75. 
Jack Daniels is on a roll. Like they're yeah, they pumping stuff out. It is fascinating because like Jack, you, you would think just been like you know in the whole Brown Foreman, they really, you know, with Woodford and Old Foe, they don't really like do this type of stuff. It's interesting that they allow Jack to do that. You know, they they've kind of done all these like experimental like things, and it's pretty cool. I'm glad they're doing it, but it's just I don't know why they don't do that with like Woodford or Old Forester. I don't know. I mean, they have the Woodford like they're very tiny releases. Those like. Whatever. Masters Keep, Master, no, not, not Masters Keep, Keep but, but yeah, the Masters Distillers Collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they the, have like the double, 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 double oak. Yeah, and like the chocolate malts and all those things, but nothing like on this scale that Jack's doing seems to be. Yeah, well, they have the stocks. I don't know. Maybe they got time. There's, yeah, they got <laughs> stocks. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean that campus is crazy. Yeah. How big it is, and you know Lynchburg's. It's an easy going pace. They're probably like, what do you want to do today? <laughs> I don't know. What do you we'll want to do? Go eat at Mary Bobo's and then after lunch we'll come up with some experiments. Yeah. So. <laughs> and we'll see you in a few years. That's all right. And it's all starting to come out now. And you can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> you get a shot collar put around you. <laughs> yep. So Baker's Bourbon is announcing the return of Baker's 13-year-old single barrel bourbon. This is a limited time offering highlighting the influence of the extra aging warehouse and barrel storage location, plus the environment that each has on its own very unique bourbon barrel. Originally released in 2019 with a brand reemerged as a single barrel product, Baker's 13-year-old is aged at least six additional years and then the brand's cla- or sorry, from the brand's classic offering. Fans can also learn more about what shapes the distinct tasting notes of their bottle get by heading to the single barrel journey page on the Baker's Bourbon website. After entering the serial number found in the bottle's neck tag, Baker's fans can follow along to see how the weather, length of aging, and warehouse location affected the barrel and the liquid of their personal bottle. It's 107 proof, aged a minimum of 13 years, and has an SRP of $130. Hmm. I like uh, the price is right. I've the, never once seen one of these available on a retail shelf. Never. I've had we've had samples. Yeah, they were good. I've been jealous of people that have picked a Baker single barrel, but I have yet to get my hands on one of the 13 years. They're delicious. I I love them a lot more than the seven year, eight year. Yeah. I know we got some of those. They're they're good, but nothing touches a 13 I'll year. text Freddie. I'll see what's up. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to bother him. But uh, yeah, I'll be fascinated to see the data like on who actually like goes and follows the barrel and figures out what. I'm sure you pulled up one time you look and you're like, all right. Yeah, I but I'm just fascinated to see like next like how much effort goes into just the Well, yeah, they have this idea in. and they're like this is going to be amazing and then like I'd be curious to like how many bought did they say how many bottles or cases? It didn't say. Okay, I'd just be curious like all right, we sold 10,000 bottles of these and I'm just curious if they'll have over a thousand people look at it. <laughs> That's true. I have no idea. But maybe that's worth a thousand. I don't know. You probably have to put your email in or something too after you. Too bad it's not like the old like GeoCities days. Remember we used to have a hit counter on the bottom yeah. of the website. Right. You have to go see like, oh, this page has got 107,000 hits. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just fat. I, Beam, please let us know how this went. <laughs> We'd love to know. But I guess the same thing with the whistle pick because they were kind of doing this, the QR code to follow from the grain, the, from the farm to the distillery to the barrel or whatever everything from grain to glass yep a lot of grain to glass out there here's one more grain to glass ready for it i'm ready wolves no no <laughs> you know uh they're the luxury whiskey brand founded by culture mavericks james bond and john buscemi uh they have announced that the limited allocation of lot two which is the second american single malt release under the brand's malted barley series banner and this will drop at wolveswhiskeyca.com uh, this is going to be happening on Thursday, August 31st. Lot 2 is an 11-year-old American single malt, was distilled and barreled in 2012 by 13th generation distiller Marco Karakeshevich, I think I said it right, using imported Irish malts with a California ale. Lot 2 is wrapped by hand and supple and bespoken Italian sheepskin labeled dye and rich with matte black and a finish that is incredibly hard to achieve due to the texture of the hide. The skins are painstakingly individual die cut into label form before being printed with UV light, hand numbered, embossed, and laid one by one on the custom made French cut glass that required four months just to achieve the perfect color. It's 110 proof and it SRPs for $305. This packaging is pretty legit. I remember getting one of these bottles and like, damn, this is nice. 
but I bet it's expensive the, the packaging cost. Well, just for all that that goes into it, yeah. That I've never heard of sheepskin wrapped in whatever. Yeah, our our label company doesn't offer that in their catalog. <laughs> yeah, they're like, uh, no thanks. <laughs> that that doesn't sound like hot stamping or foil or just paper in general. But I've enjoyed these Wolves releases. They're fun. It's they're like, so different. Yeah, they're 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 really unique and and different and interesting. Um, so yeah, they're. I I think they're cool. Yeah. By the way, uh, we I don't know if I said it last time. Uh, you know, John Buscemi. Uh, it actually is related to Steve Buscemi. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, the guy from oh, all yeah. the movies. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love Steve Buscemi. Yeah. I think he's like his brother, maybe, or something like that. Yeah. My favorite is when he's in Big Daddy. <laughs> he's like roller. Was it him rollerblading? Or no. They're throwing sticks rolling. And Steve Buscemi's like the guy. I don't know. He's funny. I love Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Great story, right? I don't know. People know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Big Daddy. They're throwing the rollerblade. I don't know. Steve Buscemi's like the homeless guy in it. Yeah. He's got them with all the crazy eyes and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. So Hard Truth Distilling, that's an award-winning whiskey distiller located in Brown County, Indiana, which we've been there before. Good people and everything like that. They've got the toasted coconut. Oh, yeah, that stuff. The, and their maple bourbon creams. Really good. All the vapor, all the bourbon creams. Anyway, they've announced a new sweet mash rye whiskey project in collaboration with Camp Whiskey Company. That's right. Like John? Yeah, that's who you're thinking of right now. The new partnership will include a four-part limited collector series of Hard Truths award-winning Sweet Mash Rye whiskey to be released in the spring and fall. The first release called Harvest Sweet Mash Rye will be officially launched at the Hard Truth Distillery on September 9th during a special kickoff event. Each release will feature a unique whiskey expression hand-selected and married by Hard Truth Master Distiller Brian Smith with HUD Camp and Levi Collison from the Mellencamp Whiskey Company. Each bottle in the collector series will feature original artwork by John Mellencamp, and Harvest Sweet Mash Rye will feature a new yet-to-be-released mash bill from Hard Truth, utilizing 100% grains grown by the distillery's farmers' partners, all located within the state of Indiana. Oh, very cool. I like that Sweet Mash Rye they did. It came out, I don't know, a year or two ago. It was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's great. Yeah. I like John Mellencamp, too. All right, we got four more to go here still. So Texas's Garrison Brothers, they released their oldest and rarest bourbon expression. It's the Laguna Madre 2023. The bourbon's debut came at a special distillery event at their campus in High, Texas. The rare expression will see only 2,100 bottles this year, with a 1,000 of those already scooped up by the whiskey enthusiasts at the July release event. Laguna Madre has matured a full eight years, making it the oldest bourbon released by Garrison Brothers and aged four years in white American oak, then another four years in Limousin oak casks, which are rare imported casks from France. Garrison Brothers continues its method of social impact and giving back. The first release of Laguna, Laguna Madre was back in 2020 and started the campaign of Operation Crush COVID-19, which drove donations for good bourbon for a good cause. That raised hundreds of thousands of dollars to help support the Texas hospitality industry. The 2023 release continues to build on charities being used to bring recognition of the nonprofit organizations Flatsworthy, a coalition of diverse anglers that educate and participate in habitat restoration and involvement with state and federal agencies and resource protection. Each bottle of Laguna Madre comes in custom-built wooden display case framed with a photo of the Texas Gulf Coast and accompanied by informational assets about Flatsworthy. All bottles are hand-signed and numbered by master distiller Donis Todd and is going to be available in select bars with suggested retail price of $350. Okay. Whoa. Yes. At least your money's going towards a good cause. That's true. Yeah, I love all those causes. It's um, <laughs> I love all those causes. <laughs> you love your charity. I do. I'm, I'm a sucker for charity. But that's what makes you the people's champ. Is that was that the same oak that Heaven Hill was using for the Elijah Craig? No, what? this is Limousin, and they were using um, uh, what was it somewhere around here? Something on Lazio wine. Oh, okay, it, it sounded. Z, a lot of L's and Z's, they sounded similar. Yeah, it just said European toasted oak. It didn't actually say anything about that. Oh, I thought... Sorry. Oh, it sounded like Lizzo. <laughs> there you go. Lizzo. Lizzo. That's right. That's what we need to get Got next. my head on. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is wrong with me. <laughs> well, you brought up Heaven Hill, so let's talk about him anyway, because they're releasing the spring 2023 edition of Old Fitzgerald Bottle and Bond Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, and this one's 10 years old. Comprised of barrels produced during the spring season, lasting from January to June of 2013, and bottled in the spring of 2023, this is the 11th national release that ushers in the latest edition of the Decanter series, which adds to the Bottled and Bond legacy. I'll skip over some stuff. Just know that it's going to have a suggested retail price of $140. 
these have been like really good <laughs> the last recently recently yeah, yeah. Uh, the 19 it, one was oh, oh seven, uh, 17, 17 was, was good. good 19 and even one that was like eight years old was really good yeah um but yeah this i love this i love the decanter i love i love this project too because someone near and dear mike sonny was who's passed away was really involved with getting bringing old fits back and getting this the whole larceny brand lodge so it's definitely a cool i love the, what they're doing with this and yeah I, it'll be gone it'll still sell out in no time so I'm, and i've seen reviews that people are just raving about this one as well oh good well maybe one of these we got a whole stack of boxes over here with unopened I bottles <laughs> there's a lot we've got some whiskey quickies to go through maybe there's a decanter in there next week will be good for me <laughs> yeah Maybe we'll have time next week. <laughs> yep. All right. So here was our big headline was that Maker's Mark is proud to debut Maker's Mark Cellar Aged Bourbon. This is, remember last week we said, oh, they're teasing something out. Well, they're right. So this is their new global limited edition release that proves that whiskey aging is more than just a number, which I think we realized that most people just care about the number. But this is featuring a marriage of 11 and 12 year old bourbon. So Maker's Mark Cellar Age delivers the distillery's highly anticipated oldest release, stemming from the question, what if age isn't just about time, but instead about how you use that time to evolve, develop, and mature? Since its founding in 1953, Maker's Mark has aged its whiskey to taste, not time. To achieve that vision set by its founders, bourbon without a bite that's always smooth, soft, and creamy. However, Maker's Mark Cellar Age stays true to this philosophy, delivering a richer, richer, deeper, blah, 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 more tannins. Mm, tell me about it. Uh, but to come become Maker's Mark Cellar Age bourbon, barrels of the distillery's classic distillate first spend approximately six years aging in traditional bourbon warehouses, where they endure the Kentucky climate and all the temperature swings, and I guess they move them around. But to be called Maker's Mark, uh, the, the next thing to go into the cellar, uh, they send an additional five to six years of aging before being blended to taste and bottled. And they go into the distillery's proprietary whiskey cellar. So this is built into the natural limestone shelf of the Kentucky Hills, and the cellar's consistently cool environment slows down the tannic impact that occurs during maturation, while allowing the bourbon to develop a deeper, darker flavor with hidden depths, but no bitterness. Cellar H will be an annual limited release available in specific markets around the world. The unique maturation approach of cellar age will be consistent every year, but the specific blend of aged bourbon will vary based on which barrels are ready to taste. The inaugural release of cellar age is a marriage of 12-year-old and 11-year-old whiskey, 87% and 13% respectively, so going more towards 12. Bottled at cash strength, which is 115.7 proof, and this will be available at a suggested retail price of $150. Starting in the United States in September 2023, in London, Munich, and select global travel retail accounts in October 2023, and then coming to Tokyo and Singapore in early 2024. Yeah, I found the marketing campaign on this fascinating. It's like, it's like uh, I'm, I'm uh, 80 or 3,000 miles, or like basically how much somebody's like ran or fished. <laughs> like, have you seen this? No, I guess on, I okay it. on Instagram, it's like it, it's. I'm trying to like wrap my head. It's so it's like a person like fly fishing and they're like in 11 years I've fished 112 rivers or I've ran this many miles in 11 basically like what you have done in like 11 years and that that's why I sent a text to y'all I was like well we should just do one like I'm, you're you've coded 5,000 5,000 lines and 14 million spreadsheets yeah anyways but uh I'm excited about this I mean because obviously makers was all about consistency and they've been kind of not veering too much from that, but a little bit with the wood finishing, the you know, and this and that. So glad to see these older age statements. I'm curious if it's, you know, maybe it's not better at the older, maybe it's better at younger. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. I don't know. But talk to the PR people. They said, hey, we'll get you a sample your way. So I said, all right, can't wait to try. I think it's fairly priced for today's climate. Just, oh, yeah, you know. totally. I mean, it's, it, they're, they're touting this as their oldest whiskey release that's going into international markets. You got to put a big, bigger price tag on it. Yeah. So you got to make it a big statement. I'm surprised it. it's not more. So that's why I, was, I thought it was going to be like 300, like the ones. We Maybe were Rob is signing all the bottles too. Maybe that's one. Yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> no, nah, probably not. Probably not. All right. Here's our last one. Finally, getting down to the end of it. It's getting toasty in here. So Jefferson's has set sail once again. And this award-winning bourbon and this is known for aging liquids at sea, is ready to for a new special release of whiskey shaped by the hot and humid climates of Southeast Asia. And it's a scorcher. 
Here's everything you need to know about Jefferson's tropics aged in humidity. The journey begins back in July 2019 when founder Trey Zoller sent 720 barrels worth of his fully mature Kentucky Strait bourbon to Singapore. Along the way, the liquid sloshed around the top of the ocean sea, and once shipping containers arrived on the opposite end of the world, they were aged for an additional 18 months in a non-temperate controlled warehouse. The bourbon eventually made its way back to Kentucky in March 2023, where Zoller blended the best of what hadn't already been lost to evaporation. It's now being proofed down to 104 and will hit the shelves in September with an SRP of $100. Interesting. I saw this and I'm fascinated by this. Asian humidity? Yeah. Isn't Kentucky just always humid? Well, that's true, but not probably a full year like Singapore. That's true. Yeah. So I, I really, I, I'm interested. I want to try this because I, I think it's, I, there might be something to it, but it could just be marketing. But I want to try this. I, I want to get try before I comment. I, I like, I like how his marketing is just like so direct to the point. Oh, I know. Agent humidity. Right. Where somebody else is like, we can't come. We can't say that. Right. That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> I know. And he's like, don't care. <laughs> I do like they call it tropics. It's, yes. And then it says, this is a humidity aged or aged in humidity. <laughs> uh, it just says Jefferson's tropics aged in humidity. Yeah. I love it. I mean, just like you said, direct and it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And you can think it makes a difference or not I'd, I'd love to try it yes well i'm I'm all about it there's some of those ocean batches that were like really damn good i, I enjoyed those i got a batch too that's still sitting around i, I like it let's go let's, let's go, go drink the it. rest of it yeah. <laughs> let's go chug it all right well that was a lot to go through you can tell that we are definitely getting into bourbon release season but that's it everybody um, like I said, the, the Super Bowl of Bourbon Festivals is coming around. We're going to be there. I hope you're going to be there. Make sure you stop by. Start planning out your schedule now. Always hit the Pursuit Spirits booth. we got some, some cool stuff. That's right. Our best blends yet. Mm. Coming your way. You're going to love them. All right. Well, that's everybody. Cheers, and we'll see you next time. Toodles. Toodles.